Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 320 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So this episode, I really wanted to hit on something that I would guess we've all felt at some point, and that's loneliness. I read where 36% of Americans feel lonely as they were being asked that question, and that's a lot of people. Why do you think that is? I felt a twinge of it the other night. I was cooking dinner for Eric, and it was a Tuesday, and I said, I feel like a majority of my life is spent in this kitchen. Now, it hasn't always been like that because we used to eat out all the time, but since we've been working with a functional nutritionist, we realized how important it is to eat at home because you don't know what you're getting when you go to a restaurant. You really don't. So when I said that, that most of my day is spent in the kitchen, he kind of laughed because he knows it's true, but he was so sweet and he asked, well, is that okay? And I said, yeah, actually, I'm totally enjoying cooking and creating healthy food. I love creating a lifestyle of health for us because I know that's where our future lies, right? I want us to be healthy. But somewhere inside of me, I had a subtle thought that I was not being completely honest because I did have a slight feeling of loneliness that night, that evening, and maybe even a little bit during the day. But it is true that I love cooking and I love, I love my kitchen and it has the most beautiful views of woods and just gorgeous. But, and I also, some of my favorite nights in the world are where Eric and I spend cooking and enjoying the evening, just the two of us. So all of that is true. So what was the problem? I mean, after giving it a thought, for a minute, I thought maybe it was because in my head, I was picturing his day versus my day. So his day consisted of going to work, and they had what they call an all-instructors meeting. So all of his work buddies, who are his good friends and lots of other guys that he has a lot in common with, got together, and they spent the whole day hammering out all the things. But he truly is inspired and invigorated when he has been to those meetings because not only has he had nonstop camaraderie, but he learned new things and he has a lot of laughs so he comes home fully stimulated and so happy and I love that and now he's hanging out with me while I cook and then we sit down and we have a wonderful dinner okay so then my day I woke up and I talked to my baby sister Molly on the phone at 7 30 which I do every day and I love that then I went to the gym and I did yoga and one of my gym friends was also in that class we had co- coordinated that and then we chatted for a while before we left the gym then I had a client meeting for design for two hours and then back home to a very quiet very beautiful and organized home that I love so I had quite a bit of connection that day and we had also had connection that like Saturday, Sunday night we spent with friends and I was in Nashville the rest of the weekend with Molly. So why did I feel lonely at that moment? And then it hit me. It's the way I'm thinking about it. Because you see, for the last three months since my brother-in-law died, I've gone on Tuesdays to visit Heather, my older sister. And when I'm there, we usually eat dinner with my parents and play dominoes or just talk and laugh until we go to bed. So mystery solved. And I'm glad to know that. It was just me having a moment. I'm glad to know that because sometimes we think something's bad wrong with our whole life when we have moments where we feel lonely. But what if we just take ownership of it and frame it in a way that serves us? 
Now, my feeling at that moment was that just that, just of missing a connection that I normally have. My family had special meetings for their religion, and I didn't want to hinder them in any way, so I opted out of visiting this week. Nothing wrong was going on. I chose to not go. I'll see them next week. And I'm not visiting them out of duty for my older sister being alone. I genuinely enjoy her company and my parents. So I make a concerted effort to reach out. It was all about the way I was thinking about it. And we choose our thoughts. So I was making myself feel lonely when I really wasn't lonely at all. I just had a moment of missing a connection. Now, often we create thoughts in our head that make us feel a certain way. And that's what I was doing. Have you ever done that? Of course you have. (laughs) We all do. Maybe you've been in a huge group of friends that you love, but you still feel lonely. It's the way you're thinking about it. You might have just had a breakup, and that's where your head was. You see, our thoughts actually cause us to feel lonely, even though we could be surrounded by friends that are all having a good time. Now, there are other times when you're all alone, and you're completely fine with it. In fact, you love it. Like me, when I got home from my client meeting to a perfectly quiet, beautiful home. Now, I could have had the thought, well, here I am again at this house where I spend a lot of time just by myself. (laughs) How would that make me feel? But instead, my thought was, oh, man, I love my house. And I love this quiet time where I can just think and create and just enjoy my surroundings. You see, I view that alone time as solitude, not loneliness. If your solitude starts feeling like loneliness, though, you have to ask yourself why. Do you need more connection, or are you thinking about it in a way that causes you to feel lonely? Is there any way you can reframe it? I mean, we make choices every day of whether or not to be social. I mean, sometimes we think we're connecting by scrolling on our phone, watching what our friends are doing, but studies have shown that's not enough for connection. Now, it is better if you're truly engaging with people online, but it still doesn't come close to the benefits of human-to-human interaction. They've done studies on that, and that's very true. So I am going to lunch today with a friend. I reached out last week, and she wasn't available, so she reached out this week, And we were able to set a lunch date. You see, in order to have a lunch date, I had to reach out. And in order for her to have a lunch date, she had to reach out in return. I forget that sometimes. We all want and we all need connection. That's part of the human experience. We're social creatures. So why then don't we reach out? Well, (laughs) for me, I used to say this about myself, that I'm not the connector, like I'm not the one that reaches out. I will say yes if someone else reaches out because I do love being social. I'm super social. But now I realize that me not reaching out actually could be a little bit of laziness on my part. But if I really dig a little bit deeper and and I'm honest with myself, I think it's a bit of a fear of rejection, which I want to write off as silly, but it isn't. It's real. Since I've been reading this book, The Good Life, I've made a concerted effort to not only reach out, but also say yes to things I normally would not say yes to. I had friends invite Eric and me to go to a play. Now, this play is during the week. It's middle of the week. It's a Wednesday. It's downtown. It's going to rain. And it starts really late. And it's over way past the time I like to be in bed. But those friends I love like family, so I love being with them. I just don't love being up that late during the week. But I said yes. Even though Eric was out of town, I was going to go without him. And I got to tell you, I am so glad I did. 
It was Tina Turner, the play, and it was the best play I've seen in a long time. So I can sleep when I'm old, right? So I drank a little coffee around five and I got to bed around midnight and it was a perfect night. It would only have been better if Eric had been with us. You see, connection, true connection makes life better. Maybe you have plenty, maybe you don't. Either way, it really is a choice. I mean, we can choose to shelter at home or we can choose to reach out, to go out, to say yes, to step out and do different things. There's a Fred Astaire dance studio that opened up a few minutes from our house. And every time I pass it, I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I really want to try it. Eric doesn't know it yet, but that just may be our next adventure. (laughs) Surprise, honey. Anyway, um, I also tried pickleball, which I told you guys I I was going to do, and I would fill you in on it. I loved it, but honestly, there's just too much injury risk. And I have too many things I want to do to be risking injury. So I'm choosing to say no to that. It's a big world. There's a lot we can be doing if we just step out a little bit. Sometimes it's all about what we're choosing. I mean, if you're choosing to stay home and not connect, you're choosing that. Own it. How can you frame that so it doesn't feel lonely? Maybe just simply by reminding yourself that you are choosing it. Now, you may have been craving solitude. That may be why you're choosing that. But if that solitude or being alone doesn't feel good, Ask yourself why. How are you framing that alone time? Are you framing it as, ah, it feels so good to be alone? Or are you choosing safety over connection? (laughs) Or maybe staying lonely is a choice, you know? I mean, that, that can sometimes be a choice. But if it doesn't feel good, reach out, connect. Maybe you're having a little too much alone time. Maybe if you're, you still have a mom and dad around, reach out to them. Maybe your siblings. I know sometimes it's easy to, to let that go. And if your family isn't in, then reach, reach out to someone else. Even if it's joining a book club or a class at the gym or inviting new friends over for dinner. It might be out of your comfort zone, but your comfort zone is only comfortable until it feels like a prison. Now, I think for me, a combination of solitude and socialization is perfect. When I'm having solitude, I just have to remember I love it and to frame it as beneficial. And when I'm needing a little more connection, I just have to remember I have to reach out. (laughs) It's not always going to, it can't be a one-sided street, right? You have to reach out too. My challenge to you today is if you're feeling lonely, ask yourself why. Like me, are you just having a moment where you miss a connection so it's how you're thinking? Are you maybe using your social media for connection, not realizing that it's not true human connection and it really does leave you wanting? Social media will never be true human connection. Plenty of studies are showing that to be true. And remember, alone time does not have to mean you're lonely. It could be much needed solitude. It could be as easy as you remembering it's a choice, which gives you power. And if you aren't getting enough connection, you're probably not going to get it unless you reach out. Or unless you say yes when someone else reaches out. Remember, alone time is healthy. Frame it as solitude. Connection is crucial. And sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone to find it. My point is, our life is a product of the decisions we make, obviously. So when you choose to do things, own them. And if you want something different, pivot. Share this episode with three people today. You never know who's feeling lonely. And if you're loving the episodes, click on the three little dots and subscribe and give me a five-star review. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. 
Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.